You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Buccaneers head coach Todd Bowles saying that Baker Mayfield should not shoulder the entire offensive load for this upcoming playoff game against Philadelphia Eagles but it may still work out that way. Welcome back to BQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's get to that Eagles-Bucks game. Currently, Philadelphia, three-point favorites on the road with a total of 43. And to me, biggest storyline has to involve these injuries. No A.J. Brown because of that knee problem he suffered during Week 18. Safety Sidney Brown is also out. But for the Bucks, Baker Mayfield questionable with an ankle and ribs issues. He is expected to play, but if ineffective, Kyle Trask is, of course, waiting in the wings. So with all of this injury news now uh, front and center, Joe, what do you like in this game? Uh, I'm old enough to remember when Martin Luther King Day in sports was about the NBA, and now the NFL has uh, completely taken this over with this doubleheader that uh, that we're apparently going to have. I mean, that's the, that's the hard part for me. Like A lot of things are pointing at Tampa Bay. But the Baker thing is lingering. Like just throwing out the idea of Kyle Trask, uh, your money being on him as a short dog, that is really scary. I don't think that's going to happen. It certainly seems like it's going to be Baker. He's a tough guy. That's always been the case since we watched him in at college. But, um, yeah, there's a lot that are pointing that way. And if you look on the defensive side of the ball, obviously it's laughable what the Eagles have been doing for almost the entire season, certainly the second half of the season. They're bottom five in every metric. Like, what's the easy way to attack them? Yeah, anything. You can do whatever you want against this this defense. So, I mean, that big disadvantage there. At least the Bucks can stop the run, right? Like, they have a strength there, and they're, you know, they're it's their weakness against the pass. But guess what? The, the Hurts, his finger, like, that's, is he going to be able to pass? Like, we don't know. And he's missing his number one weapon. Like, there's a lot of things that are piling up, piling up, piling up, going against the Eagles in this spot. And backing the Bucks. you're at home, and you're a three-point dog. Like, is it a situation like we saw with, with the Texans, well, not really because of Stroud, but, you know, if Baker is fine, you know, at least with Baker, it's not the the throwing hand. That's the difference. It's about the mobility. It's about the stability with the ankle and the ribs being his issue, but he still has all those weapons. Like the Bucks have better weapons on offense tonight. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And they have the easier matchup. I'm on the Bucks plus three. Uh, it's trending to two and a half. There are multiple spots that have gone to uh, to two and a half already this morning. And I'm, I'm wondering if we're going to be there for the most part. I don't know where the money's going to come in the rest of the day, but I'm on Tampa. This one I keep thinking about and thinking about, and it is tough because the 
Eagles collapse in the second half of the season is just amazing. I mean, have we seen a free fall like this? And now you've got all these injuries. They are 0-6 ATS, whereas the Bucks are 4-2 ATS in their last six. Overall, if the Eagles were healthy, I think they have the better roster, but there's just not every which way I look, I just can't get behind the Eagles. I don't even know if they want to be playing out. I don't want to say they totally packed it in. I don't think it's that far, but it just, we haven't seen this like gritty performance from them. The defense stinks. So it would be bucks or nothing. My favorite play is Jalen Hurts under 219 and a half passing he's gone under that seven out of his last nine games and now with the banged up finger no aj brown uh i'm maybe it'll come down to wow jalen hurts had this amazing performance and they overcame these injuries i wouldn't be shocked but i'll bet under on jalen hurts See, I actually would be a little bit shocked by that if we see some sort of phenomenal passing attack from Jalen Hurts. Like, I remember at the start of the season, and every now and again, I think clutching your priors is not the worst thing in the world. But I remember when we were doing quarterback tiers from The Athletic, that Jalen Hurts was in that second tier. Why? Because we needed to see him be elite in a completely different system with some adversity. Not having Shane Steichen as an offensive coordinator, maybe he loses a receiver or two. Can he still be fantastic through the air? And to me, the answer is no. A.J. Brown is the third highest team target share in the entire NFL at more than 30% trailing only Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill. You telling me that Jalen Hurts can still be an elite passer without a target he constantly goes to time and time again? I just don't believe that for one second. Not to mention the fact that this is probably a matchup where, yes, the Bucs can stop the run fairly well. The problem is, against spread formations, they have struggled stopping the run there. And what do the Eagles like to do? Run out of spread formations. So the matchup says run the ball more. Not having A.J. Brown probably suggests to run the ball more. And we probably have a game script where this could be a really exciting game. And I genuinely believe that this three is probably sharp. So if that's the case, then the Eagles definitely want to play some ball control a little bit more and run a good bit more. So if you're looking at, say, props, probably backing Swift makes sense. Backing Jalen Hurts as a rusher makes a whole lot of sense. But can they do things through the air? Joe, I just don't believe it. Boy, you know, I'll tell you, as far as the four games that are already done, like what you just mentioned about the number being sharp, none of them were until last Mm -hmm. night. Like none of those numbers were even close. Like Houston covered by over 20 points. Um, KC covered by more than two touchdowns and they were laying more than a field goal to start with. We know what happened with Green Bay. Like the totals were way off too, like off by a couple of touchdowns. Um, the Green Bay Dallas to- total off by four touchdowns. So we didn't get a, a sharp game until last night with the Rams and the Lions. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, it is tough. Like it is really tough to lay points with everything that that we just laid out on the Eagles here. To to lay a full field goal, I'm a little surprised that we're still there after the AJ mm-hmm. Brown news that we got. Um, he yeah, should be worth I, a point, right? I thought for sure across the board those threes would be gone, and yeah. we're not seeing it. Hmm. Is it just the the majority of the public? Are they just? looking at the Bucs in a crap division and they didn't bet on them all year. 
Baker versus Hertz. You got a team that j- just made the Super Bowl and they're not paying close attention, or they think it's going to be a flip of the switch. Like, I, I was also thinking about this. A couple of teams um, entering the playoffs that played over the weekend that were viewed as the hot teams. Like, they went down in flames. The Browns, mm-hmm. a complete no show with Flacco. They showed up, and, you know, Stafford got his tail kicked all night. But the Rams were that other hot team, and then they end up losing. Does it matter that the Eagles are the team that's trending way down? Like, are we looking too much at that? Um, aside from well, the situation, you know what I mean? I think the comp could also be the Chiefs, too. People were way down on them, and then it's like you can't yeah. maybe count them out, and you could possibly say the same thing for the Bucks. I think also, like, the Baker injury, there's things that cancel each other out in this matchup <laughs> that makes it so tricky to figure out. But if you like the Bucks with a shorter spread like this, would you just look at Bucks money line? Like, could this just be that i mean it's like if you like the bucks plus two and a half or three i guess there's only a couple two and a halfs out there um maybe they just went outright i i guess i'm smarting because i took the rams money line and they lost the game by one point so maybe i'm not going to go in that route uh just just because i have a little ptsd as far as that's concerned but i also think too to this idea of you know lines being sharp versus not being sharp in the playoffs like i do believe that sometimes if you get an oversaturation of the public because there are so few games remaining that sometimes it can make things a little less sharp because maybe the public is looking at the wrong storylines things like that but i also think too that this baker mayfield injury means that there's more variance when it comes to Tampa Bay, right? Because if he is truly ineffective and he just can't play for whatever reason, then Kyle Trash, Kyle Trask could be trash. He absolutely could play like trash. Yeah. And that means that the Bucks will be really, really bad. Doesn't matter how bad the Eagles are going into this game, but the floor for Tampa Bay is way, way lower than it is for the Eagles as far as I'm concerned. Because I do think that Jalen Hurts and company because that rushing game is really effective with a brotherly shove and you know running out of spread formations, I do think that there is at least an okay floor there that you can at least rely upon. Now, if they're starting to trail by a couple of touchdowns, then I think that game is over. I cannot see the Eagles making any kind of significant comeback. But I, I trust the floor for Philadelphia much more so than I do for Tampa Bay. And so to your point, Aaron, I think that's probably why I would be apprehensive uh, taking Tampa Bay, you know, money line yeah. instead of just, you know, accepting the plus three, uh, you know, assuming it's still out there uh, in the next few minutes. Uh, if for no other reason that I think there's just a lot more variance there where I wouldn't be surprised if we get some sort of funky two point conversion deciding this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to get to the E. I just can't, I can't get there at the minus three. Is anybody willing to do that? It feels like you're on bucks, you're on under, or you're on props. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I am in all of this. Like, I'm probably looking yeah. at the props market than I am more than anything else. Uh, you know, as far as total, again, you know, if this got inflated for whatever reason, then I'd definitely, you know, go after the under because I think the Eagles will run a good bit more. Uh, but that's probably where I'm more comfortable than anything else. And speaking of props, 
Uh, if you folks are following us on at BetQL Daily, uh, you will see our latest Twitter poll, which is a lot of fun. Which of these popular bets at BetMGM are you tailing for this game? Three options. Jalen Hurts, anytime touchdown at minus 140. That one's getting bet on a good bit. Cade Otten over 24 and a half receiving yards. And then Dallas yeah, right. Goddard over 47 and a half receiving yards. So I'll ask you, Joe, of these three, Jalen Hurts anytime TD, Kate Otten over, Dallas Goddard over. Which one do you like the most? Ah, uh, okay. The Goddard one makes sense with no A.J. Brown. Like, I get it. We, we asked Joe G, like, okay, where are those targets going? He's like, I don't know, because I don't trust any of these other receivers. After Devontae, who, by the way, not 100%. I know he practiced in full getting ready for this game, but he's been dealing with an injury as well. Man, I'm just, I got to go with Otten. But mm -hmm. I've had a tough time figuring out which Otten prop. I know this one is for yardage, but the look on anytime touchdown, which is knocking on five to one at a lot of spots, that seems to, to make some sense to me. But, you know, the reception numbers at two and a half for him. Thing is, it's juice to the over everywhere. The volume should be yeah. there. When you look at what tight ends do against the Eagles, it's the Giants uh, tight ends, five. Cardinals, eight. Uh, six for the Giants, six for the Seahawks, five for five for the Cowboys. That's the last, what, five weeks? Like, they're going to catch their passes. So I want to go over, but Otten has never been the volume guy. He's He's just mm -hmm. been more so the red zone guy. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, the Otten one, it almost makes me want to stay away now that everyone's on Kate Otten, to be honest. Like, I like him everyone's when no one's talking your boyfriend. about him. And now, yeah, now everyone's talking about him. And so it's just like, eh. I don't know, because even the longest reception for him, 12 and a half, 13 and a half, he had 20 and then 6, 7, 22, 11. That just seems like flip a coin. You know what I mean? So I'll probably mm -hmm. pass on Kate Otten. I'm probably going to be somewhat conservative on, on this one. I think some of these props are pretty sharp. Uh, but I, you know, I'm still going to take my chances with under on Hertz passing with that finger and AJ Brown out and the fact he's gone under that seven of the last nine times. 
Uh, And Ed, you've been uh, talking, you know, criticizing Jalen Hurts for a while now, you know, and uh, I keep saying, when is he going to turn it around? He's capable. And it's just like Mm -hmm. over and over, rinse and repeat. And here we are. And that's just it with him, right? Like, yes, he had a great season last year, no doubt about it. Uh, some even, you know, proclaiming him as an MVP candidate. And I probably was a little bit more apprehensive to do so. But to me, to be elite, you got to back these things up with another campaign. Like, we need to see these things strung together. And for the most part, I don't think we have. Now, I do think in terms of play design, that's kind of let him down a little bit. But, I mean, Jalen Hurts is in a fairly good situation like I think the criticisms that we have for the Eagles they are not nearly as bad as they are for other teams it's just that the Eagles are coming off of a Super Bowl appearance and we go okay why is this suddenly lackluster now compare that with other situations like yes it's not as bad as many other offenses but it's still something where it leaves something to be desired that pop isn't there and there's still the expectation that it will just naturally be there and you know for instance like Dallas Goddard 99% of the money is on the over is 47 and a half receiving yards I don't get that I really don't like I get like he's an important part of this offense, but why is everybody clamoring on him to go 48 receiving yards like that to me does not make a whole lot of sense. No, I'm not. I'm not laying any juice there. Another look. I know he has not been efficient throughout the year, but Rashad White could have a big game and we've seen some big games from him. Mm hmm. That one, I think, is important. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the other game of this doubleheader, Steelers at Bills. Coming up on the BetQL Network.